Broadcasting from the Superbook Sports Studios, KTUS AM 1060, Tempe, Phoenix, and KSLX HD2, Scottsdale, Phoenix. It's now time to enter the Sports Zone with your host, Bob Kemp. Murray, end zone throw. Oh, what a catch! One-handed DeAndre Hopkins! Guriel, fly ball, left field, goodbye! Lord, is Guriel Jr. is first as a Diamondback and make it 4 nothing. Pitch up. Pitch count slowly approaching 80. There's another base hit, and two more runs come home. It's 8-1. to one. Dory Lavello out to the mound. Zach Gallen will not survive the fourth. The Pirates bat around on Gallen in this fourth inning. Reeves holding. James comes out of the pack. James on the drive. Goes inside. Stop. Shot lock. Gets it back. It's over. It's over. Denver makes history. The Nuggets are going to the NBA Finals for the first time in franchise history. That affects everything. Tatum, he'll put up a three. Got it! And he knew there was no way that Vincent was going to be able to contest. I know you liked the result in 81. That worked out well. It's because we were still agitated from the other two two years. Swing and a miss this time. Smith hangs on, and that is strike three. That is the first strikeout of the ball game for Gavin Stone. He got him with a slider. Olsen 0 for 2 with a strikeout last time up. 2-2 pitch. Swung on and missed. Strike three. Got him with a slider down and in. It's a 1-2-3 fifth inning, and Bobby Miller strikes out two. Miller with an outstanding debut tonight. What do you say? A week? A bit? I mean, we saw a year. Now we've seen a week that is comparable. Everything he does, a high split finger, that's not coming back. Dial 602-260-1060. That's 602-260-1060. Or tweet the show at KDUSAM1060. And now, here's your sports own guide, Bob Kemp, on KDUSAM1060. And welcome to the Wednesday, May 24th edition of the Sports Zone. Not just the news and scores, the news and scores with analysis. In today's Sports Zone, right here on KDUS AM 1060 and KSLX HD 2 100.7, the Cardinals, should they settle for anything in return to trade DeAndre Hopkins? The Diamondbacks, should they trade Yordis Gurriel Jr. for pitching? More Diamondbacks, should Zach Gallen or Willie bounce back from... Uh, the bad start on Thursday, uh, Friday night at uh, Pittsburgh. Will he bounce back today at Philadelphia? The Nuggets, will 10 days off kill their momentum? The Dodgers, do they really need to deal starting pitch for starting pitching at this point? The rookies came through the last two nights. Meanwhile, the Yankees, did some folks write them off too soon? And also, what else has caught your eye since our last show all the way back on Monday? Here's today's schedule lineup on the show, which is the most informative sports talk most weeks, Monday through Friday, except for this week. 
and next week <laughs> we'll see if uh, in three weeks whether we're actually Monday through Friday. Moments uh, in moments with the introduction of today's pipeline. 9:15 around Major League Baseball with Scott Miller of Sirius XM Major League Radio Baseball Radio. Also uh, 9:30 it'll be uh, interactive action. 602-260-1060 general discussion. Also the local roundup. That will include a Suns coaching update, sort of, kind of, maybe. And also a uh, Diamondbacks and Phillies series update through the last two days. And then the final segment of the Sports Zone will be the National Roundup. That will be topped by the latest line. And also from the scoreboard. Then after the Sports Zone, from 10 to noon, it will be the Extra Point hosted by Kayla. That will include around the NBA, NFL, excuse me, the NFL with Frank Schwab from Yahoo Sports. All right, on to the pipeline we go. Time for today's pipeline, where the host reveals the hot topics for discussion. And we start with the KDUS poll question at KDUS1060.com. Today's question is: Should the Diamond, should the uh, Cardinals, excuse me, should the Cardinals settle for settle for anything in return to trade DeAndre Hopkins? And Kayla has the early returns. I do indeed, and uh, yes, out in front at sixty percent of the vote, no trailing at forty percent. Hopkins availability has been well known around the NFL for weeks. In addition to possibly taking anything in return, the Cardinals might also have to pay some of the Hopkins 2023 salary. Meanwhile, today's Twitter poll question, should the Diamondbacks trade free agent to be Yordis Gurriel Jr. for pitching help? And once again, Kayla has early returns. Over on Twitter at KDOS AM 1060, no leads the way at 75% of the vote. Yes, trailing at 25%. There is very little chance that the Diamondbacks, with their abundance of outfield talent throughout the organization, will keep Gurriel Jr. after this season. Meanwhile, staying on the local front, the Diamondbacks' road trip concludes uh, in less than one hour. Zach Gallen, coming off his worst start of the season and a loss last Friday night at Pittsburgh, is today's scheduled starting pitcher. Do the Diamondbacks behind Zach Gallen complete a three-game sweep today at Philadelphia? Meanwhile, Spain, the Globe, the Nuggets finish off the Lakers, something that the Heat did not do uh, versus the Celtics. Denver is heading to its first ever NBA Finals, while the Celtics, led by Jason Tatum's second-half explosion, have uh, lived to play at least one more game. They won last night at Miami. Will the Nuggets' momentum be slowed by not playing for at least 10 days before the start of the NBA Finals on June the 1st? Meanwhile, on the Diamond, the Diamondbacks, let's backtrack on that. This starts with a D. The Dodgers, remember them? The Dodgers, they've won the last two nights at Atlanta in games started by rookie starting pitchers Gavin Stone and Bobby Miller. Did I jump the gun on Monday when I suggested strongly that the Dodgers needed to add starting pitching in the trade market? Aaron Judge did it again on Monday night. He had a uh, game-tying ninth-inning homer off O's closer, excellent closer, Felix Batista, in the eventual Yankees 6-5, 10-inning win on uh, that's on Tuesday night against the Orioles. What were uh, you know, were some were some people out there too quick to write off the 2023 Yankees when they didn't start great? 
Also, in addition to all these excellent questions and topics, what else caught your eye since our last show? All right, that's the pipeline for today. We've got all these tremendous topics and much more during today's sensational radio program. Anything else on your mind falls into the general discussion category, so whether it's from the pipeline or a sports topic on your mind, 602-260-1060, or you can tweet the show at KDUSAM1060 or twitter.com slash KDUSAM1060. Basically, the only rules are accuracy and objectivity. If you violate those rules or if you're just simply bad, you will be the target of this. Coming up next, Corey will have a news update. That'll be followed by around Major League Baseball with longtime Sports Zone guest Scott Miller will join us in the next segment. And uh, we'll we're going to start with the American League East. You know, still, everybody over 500 in that division at this point. We'll eventually get to some Padres and Diamondbacks and Dodgers. At least that's the the plan at the moment. We'll see. Stay tuned to see if I continue and execute that plan properly. Once again, at the bottom of the hour, it'll be phone call time. General discussion, 602-260-1060. Plus, we'll have the local roundup. That'll be topped by, I think, some Suns news. We'll kind of give you the chronology of the yesterday uh, yesterday's Suns uh, stuff out there regarding the head coaching situation. And we'll also have a little review of the last couple of nights with the Diamondbacks winning the first two games of the series at Philadelphia. You're listening to the Sports Zone with Bob Kemp on KDUS AM 1060 and KSLUX HD2 100.7. KDUS AM 1060 is the home to the Dan Patrick Show, the Doug Gottlieb Show, and Sports Map Radio. Catch all the sports content here on AM 1060. Welcome back to the Sports. Zone with Bob Kemp and Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers on KDUS AM 1060 and KISS Lux HD2 100.7. You're home to the Dan Patrick Show live Monday through Friday from 6 to 9 a.m. The Rays have come back to the pack some after their near record setting start. Out to the KDUS hotline we go. And to go around Major League Baseball, we're now joined the Sports Zone by Scott Miller of Sirius XM. Major League Baseball. And, uh, Scott, let's start with uh, the American League East. All five teams at least three games above 500. And uh, the Rays, I mean, they slowed down some. They weren't going to finish, I don't think, with 120 wins. Uh, But how much of them slowing down has been they just weren't going to maintain that pace because it was ridiculous. How much of it is the fact that they lost starting pitchers Jeffrey Springs and Drew Rasmussen to injury? Yeah, I mean, they, they had to recalibrate. There's no doubt about it. Um, but they do so much right. I mean, I, the Rays, like you said, they're for real. Even slowing down, their winning percentage is 700 on the button entering tonight's games. I mean, they're 35 and 15. Mm-hmm. Now, as you said, nobody is going to win 70% of their games over 162. Um, but, you know, even slowing down, the Rays lead the major leagues in home runs. Uh, they're among the stolen base leaders, so they're versatile. That you know, they speedy, powerful. Uh, you know, the pitching is the thing with Rasmussen and Springs out that they're going to have to you know figure out. But they seem to have depth. They're getting you know Tyler Glass now is due to start this weekend, and you know the big thing. I mean, Baltimore's playing out of their mind too. I mean, they're winning sixty yeah. 
almost 65% of their games. As well as Tampa Bay's play, they've only got a three-game lead over Baltimore and only five over the Yankees. That that division is not going to be for the faint of Lundell's next. I, I, Scott, I've been slow to come around here. I just have a tough time trusting a team whose you know, ace pitcher, ace, ace starter is Kyle Gibson. No offense, but he's like a you know, third, fourth, fifth guy on a really good team usually. Should I move away from the – I guess I just need to get away from this narrative that I have about the O starting pitching and just recognize the rest of their team? Should I just do that and forget the other the starting pitching part? Uh, yeah, I'm with you. It's hard to overlook starting pitching. I mean, the game is won on the mound, but what what they've done, they've got a really good bullpen. That helps compensate for the rotation. They do have a couple of kids, uh, including this Grayson Rodriguez in the rotation that's going to get better and better. But, you know, I think he, he's he's only 23. He was their first-round pick in 2018. And uh, Grayson Rodriguez is, is going to be an exciting starter. But beyond that, I mean, you know, that lineup, ever since they brought Adley Rutschman up last year, uh, he's, I mean, I don't want to, baseball's not a one-man sport. Um, they've got other things going, too. But but this when Rutschman joined the team, he's so good, and things just changed. Um, they already had, you know, the speedy leadoff man, the center fielder, Cedric Mullins. Um, you know, guys like Ryan Mountcastle at first base. Uh, you know, Gunnar Henderson at third base. They've got some pretty – they've got a really solid lineup, a really good bullpen, and, and um, you know, no doubt they've, they've got it going really well. And, and you know, they there's just a presence with Rutschman. The Yankees, they've battled a lot of injuries here. They've certainly gotten healthier recently. They're now 30-20. and 20. Uh, What or who have kind of caught your attention from the Yankees? Well, you know, a uh, big surprise, but the last uh, nine or ten days, Aaron Judge has, start, has really carried that team. Uh, he had seven home runs in seven days uh, through the end of this past weekend. Um, you know, he had the game-tying home run last night that sent him into extra innings to, to a big win over Baltimore in a, in a pretty interesting early season AL East series. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Judge, I mean, D.J. LeMay, was healthy again. Harrison Bader was out early, and he's back. Um, you know, the pitching, it, the, the, theoretically, the Yankees, they've absorbed so many injuries early, they ought to be better as, you know, as the season goes along. They should get stronger. Uh, Luis Severino is uh, rejoining the rotation. You know, he's been out. Um, you know, Domingo Herman got suspended for the sticky stuff, but, you know, he'll be back. But Severino, Garrett Cole is pitching well. Um, you know, Josh Donaldson has been out. He's just close to coming back. Giancarlo Stanton is on the injured list. I know there's nothing new there. That's usually, you know, they, if they're going to, just at the beginning of the year, uh, you pencil in at least one, if not two or three injury list stints for Stanton. Um, but you know, they've had a ton of injuries early, but they're getting healthy. Going around major league baseball with Scott Miller or the blue Jays, the defense and their base running, they just aren't good. Uh, I thought when they maybe changed managers last year, this would get better, but I don't think that's happened. What's going on there? Yeah. I mean, that's a team that should be a lot better than it is. And 
You're right. I mean, I saw them in Anaheim early this season, and I thought this team, I think they're right to win the division finally. And obviously they're not. They're in they're, they're last place. And, and um, you know, I mean, from George Springer to Bo Bichette to Vladdy Guerrero, Matt Chapman was hitting the ball hard early. Um, I mean, they're, you know, they've got versatility. Whit Merrifield can run the bases. He's speedy. Kevin Kiermeyer go get the ball in center field. Uh, you know, Springer and Bichette and Guerrero. But, yeah, they just – you're right. There are too many other holes, you know, defensively or not running the base as well. Um, you know, the rotation's not great, but it should be good enough. I mean, Alex Manoa, you know, Kevin Gausman. Chris Bassett, you know, has had a pretty good year so far. Jose Barrios has been uh, inconsistent. That's been one of the issues. But, um, yeah, they uh, they should be better than they are. And in that division, unless they get going pretty quick, they're going to get swallowed up. Meanwhile, the Red Sox, they begin a series here against the Diamondbacks on Friday. How much of the Red Sox, and the start, at least to me, the, start, the surprising start of the season, how much of this is Alex Cora? Um, yeah, I, he's always a good presence as a manager. There's no doubt. Um, you know, I mean, there's a reason after he got suspended, they brought him back. Uh, Red Sox really like him. Of course, he led him to the 2018 World Series uh, triumph. But it's funny. You, you look at that lineup in the Red Sox. I mean, it's the Heim Bloom Tampa Bay influence. They've got a bunch of guys that you either never heard of or you're just getting to know. Guys like like uh, Tristan Cassis at first base and, you know, Heron Duran and the center field, um, you know, it just kind of leaves you shaking your head. I just saw them in San Diego over the weekend. I'm like, who are these guys? Um, you know, the thing with the, the Red Sox, they, the, the last two times around the rotation, their pitching has been pretty good. Chris Sale um, looked really good in San Diego the other night. He's yeah. had back-to-back outings now where he's thrown 110 pitchers or more. First back-to-back outings where he's thrown at least 110 since 2017, believe it or not. Wow. Um, and, and James Paxton just joined, rejoined the rotation. Now, question is, going forward, do we trust Chris Sale and James Paxton, Paxton to stay on the active list? I don't know that I do. Their injury history uh, suggests that they're going to uh, probably not be able to pitch like they used to the rest of the season. But, you know, for right now, things are going pretty well for the Red Sox, other than Corey Kluber. He looked horrible in San Diego the other day. and I, I He's 37 now, and I think Corey Kluber's about done. Yeah, I agree with that. I've seen him more than once, and I thought he's about done. <laughs> so you mentioned the Padres. Obviously, they've been really disappointing, to say the least. You know, their offense has been bad. Um, it, it, are they going to turn it around, or is this kind of the 2023 Padres? You know, I think they're going to turn it around. I just can't believe they're going to be this bad the rest of the year. But the problem is, uh, for the Padres, they're really top-heavy. Their stars have to hit. And Manny Machado and Juan Soto both got off to really, really bad starts. And now, of course, Machado has a hairline fracture in his hand, and he's on the injured list. Um, 
But the bottom half of their order, uh, oh, my gosh. I mean, Rugnet Odor has been in their second base. And, you know, Trent Grisham in center field, Austin Nola at catcher. I mean, the, the last three spots or four spots of their order pretty much are out. It, it's like having – remember, before the designated hitter, we used to say, well, in the National League, <laughs> the pitcher can't hit, so they're, they're, you, you only have to face eight hitters. Well, right now it's like opposing pitchers only have to face six or seven hitters. It's They're really top-heavy, and the bottom the, – the, the, the non-stars are not hitting and, and don't look like they can hit. Um, the other thing is they're the worst batting average in the major leagues with runners in scoring position. Uh, through mm. this past weekend, it was less than 200. So they are Yikes. continually failing with guys in scoring position. Now, I can't imagine that it'll stay that bad the rest of the year. I think some better days are ahead for the Padres, but they certainly have themselves in a big hole early. The Diamondbacks, uh, they're, they're going through the schedule stretch where they should win a bunch of games, but they've now won nine out of 11. Should we expect the Diamondbacks, expect them to make the playoffs? Oh, I don't like that word. Fact, I think from where they've been, I think that's an awfully optimistic word. I don't know about expect, but, uh, you know, certainly, you know, a couple things. I mean, you know, the way the Padres we just talked about, I assume they're going to improve. You know, I, I think there's no doubt the Diamondbacks are improved. Um, you know, we've seen that. They're nine games over 500. You know, uh, the way they're, they, they, you know, they've got speed. I, I like, you know, youth plays pretty big these days. In these days of no greenies and no steroids and everybody now kind of plays their age and, and given the grind of the season, young players, uh, young talent plays. And that's, mm-hmm. you know, Diamondbacks finally have some of that. Corbin Carroll, you know, you you got to like him. Um, you know, Zach Allen pitching in Philly today will be pretty, you know, on days he's on the mound, obviously you really like the Diamondbacks' chances. Um, I think with the extra playoff spot, six out of 15 teams um, make it. I, I think certainly, I don't know about a but I think this is the Diamondbacks' best chance in a number of years to make the playoffs. Talking Major League Baseball with Scott Miller. The Dodgers, the last two nights, they won games in Atlanta. Games started by rookies Gavin Stone and Bobby Miller. Are, are the Dodgers good enough? I actually on Monday said they need to get some starting pitching. Then Stone and Miller, you know, Stone had a bad first inning on Monday night, but was really good after that. Miller was very impressive yesterday in his Major League debut. Are they good enough to basically avoid adding starting pitching at the deadline now? Um, I don't know if I say that. I mean, it's always you're always going to need pitching, but yeah, um, you know, Bobby Miller, that was a statement last night against Atlanta, and and you know that he's one, he's their top pitching prospect. So if if let's say this, if if they're Young pitchers stay healthy. They may be good enough to avoid adding at the deadline. But, you know, that's always a coin flip, right? Is, you know, the right. young guys like Bobby Miller, are they going to be able to, you know, pitch all year and stay healthy? Obviously, the Dodgers are the kings of, of uh, you know, giving guy, pitchers rests in season by placing them on the injured list for suspicious reasons. And then 
they, they sit guys down and they bring them back. And, you know, but Gavin Stone and Bobby Miller are two of the, you know, reasons why the Dodgers took a step back financially this year. And But it's time to give some of our young talent a chance, whether that's guys like Stone and Miller on the mound, whether it's Miguel Vargas at second base, you know, James Altman, the outfielder. Um, you know, the Dodgers always seem to have minor leaguers that are seasoned and ready to go. And, and this year, the next so-called wave of them seemed to be close enough that the Dodgers decided to give them a chance. And, you know, a lot of us thought they were taking a step back this year. But, uh, you know, here we are. They're in first place again. And I think the combination of that young talent we just talked about combined with just the culture of the organization, this is I've been talking about this a lot in San Diego when I've been around here where I live when I've been getting asked constantly what is wrong with the Padres. One huge difference, the Dodgers, even in a year like this when they're taking a step back, the culture of their organization, they know how to win. They just, all these years of winning, it's bred the expectation of success, and they do the little things right, um, unlike when we were talking about Toronto a little bit ago. They know how to win. The Padres don't know how to win yet. Uh, Diamondbacks are learning how to win. Um, But that's one wild card the Dodgers have in their favor is even when they throw young pitchers like Bobby Miller out there, um, top to bottom of this roster, they do the things right on the field because they know how to win. And that's that's a pretty darn good – wild card aspect of a team to have. You know, why are they so good at player development? They've, been, they've gone through farm directors and a few GMs and so forth, but it's amazing. I mean, you can go back, you know, you know, 50 years that they always seem to be developing younger players. Yeah, they do. And, and you know, again, whether it's in bred within their culture, going back to, um, you know, the 70s and 80s when you had scouts like Mike Burrito, um, yeah. you know, that that classic figure, you know, God rest his soul now, he passed away. But, you know, he was the guy that used to stand there with the radar gun and the Panama jacket right. behind the plate. You know, guys yeah. like him and Logan White was the farm director. Uh, he's with the Padres now. and But Logan White was the farm director in the, in the late 90s and early 2000s that, you know, help find guys like Cody Bellinger. Uh, it just seems like, you know, they pass the torch. Uh, you know, like, like some teams you see pass the torch at the major league level. Um, you know, when you go like, like say, a Clayton Kershaw to a Walker Bueller, well, that torch get, gets passed internally in some organizations as well. The Dodgers have done it as well as anybody. Scott, always good talking to you. My bad that we haven't done this more often. I'll not have that. I won't make that mistake again. My bad on that. Also, also tell people how they can keep up with your stuff. Uh, I'm regularly contributing to the New York Times baseball coverage. Um, usually when I have a story, uh, which it seems to be once or twice a week with New York Times, I'll tweet it at Scott Miller BBL, like baseball, at Scott Miller BBL. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's pretty much the outlet right now. Um, okay. You know, I'm working. I won't get into details now, but I'm 
working on a book that's probably a year and a half away from coming out. We'll talk more about that one later. But right now, New York Times. All right. It's not the Bob Kemp autobiography, or it'll be the biography. It would be the autobiography. I'm sure you're. that's your next book, I'm sure, right down the road. Yeah, that's so. right. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, Scott, always a pleasure. Thanks. All right. Take care, Bob. You too. Scott Miller. Check out all his work, and uh, always good to talk to Scott. Like I mentioned, uh, haven't had Scott on for a while. That is totally my fault. Uh, that will not happen again. All right, next segment, phone call time. If you want to jump aboard, 602-260-1060. Also, we'll get to some local roundup. A lot of stuff out there. Stuff is a you know, word that I can use on radio. <laughs> About the Suns head coaching thing yesterday, I'll kind of go chronologically a little bit. I don't think I have time to go through the whole chronology of just yesterday and what's going on with the Suns coaching situation, but I'll kind of give you the short version. And also, time peg in the next segment, we'll get to some Diamondbacks from the last two days as they start the series with two wins at Philadelphia. They end the road trip, the three-city road trip to Oakland, Pittsburgh, and Philadelphia. Not exactly a geographical triptych of what you would try to do if you're planning a vacation. But whatever, they end that today at Philadelphia. That uh, last game of that series with Zach Gallon on the mound starts within the next hour or so. You're listening to Sports Zone with Bob Kep on KDUS AM 1060 and KSLUX HD 2 100.7. Interact with Bob Kemp's poll question on KDUS1060.com. That's KDUS1060.com. And while you're there, check out Bob Kent's bottom line at KDUS1060.com. It's time for today's local roundup. We're back to the Sports Zone with Bob Kemp on KDUS AM 1060 and KSLUX HD 2 100.7. In addition to the local roundup, Phone call time to the KDUS hotline, 602-260-1060. Get your phone calls in just a couple of minutes here. First up, a little local roundup here, and the Suns coaching search was full of confusion. It was a ball of confusion. Good temptation song, ball of confusion, uh, on Tuesday. A midday report indicated the Suns were down to five candidates, former NBA championship head coaches Nick Nurse, Doc Rivers, and Frank Vogel. Plus, Monty Williams' top assistant when Williams was with the Suns, Kevin Young, then Sacramento Kings assistant coach, uh, Jared, uh, I'm going to mispronounce his first name, Jared Fernandez. Fernandez's last name, I know I got that part right. But by the end of Tuesday, there was other reports that the Suns are not in the final stages of their head coaching search, and that the search could also include among others, Nets assistant, uh, former Nick Nets, Nets uh, head coach, excuse me, Kenny Atkinson, and current Bucks assistant, Charles Lee. So, like I said, I'm a little confused as what's going on here. As far as the bottom line, the Suns, I think, with this group of players, need a proven head coach. To me, Rivers and Nor- uh, Nurse are one and two of the reported candidates. Um, I'm not crazy about Frank Vogel. He was a very poor game strategist when he was with the Pacers. In fact, he coached them out of an Eastern Conference championship one year against the Heat with some just horrendous fourth quarter coaching. And, uh, you know, they you know, he won, obviously won a championship in the bubble, but does the bubble count, quite frankly? 2020? I don't think it really does. 
uh, when he was with the Lakers, and then he was out in L.A. pretty quickly. All right, on to the phone lines we go. We'll get to some Diamondbacks either later this segment or definitely during the Extra Point hosted by Kayla. Matt and Phoenix, what's going on, Matt? Bob, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. We can talk a little Diamondbacks now. Part of the reason for my call. Um, I'm kind of willing to say that they're good. Um, I know it's a tough part of the schedule to say that because the teams they're facing are not very good. But I think that's kind of the entirety of the league outside of maybe the American League East and Atlanta and the Dodgers. So... um, I don't think they go into a lot of series where they can't win two out of three, um, obviously, outside of those particular teams. So um, I, I think they're good. Um, and, I, and I think they have a chance here to to make the playoffs in a, in a pretty poor part of the, uh, the league, which is the entirety of the National League. Yeah, I agree with all that. In fact, right now, according to some of the metrics and some wagering locations, they're actually favored to make the playoffs at this point. Interesting. Okay. Uh, I I totally agree with you that unfortunately there are a lot of bad teams in uh, Major League Baseball. I think I probably said the same thing last year. Yep. (laughs) But uh, more than we've seen before. But there's even more this year than there were last year. Uh, yeah, and, uh, the Diamondbacks. San Diego is going to be good, and they're not. We thought the Mets well, were going to be true. good, yeah. and they're not. Um, yeah, and nobody in the Central is any good. That would be accurate. Maybe nobody in the Central in either league is any good. Correct. Um, yeah, so that's, uh, you know, there, there's some bad teams. But I think they're really good on defense. I think that yeah. they've got some guys in the lineup that I really like. I think long term, I can't really trust this pitching staff to survive. Totally agree. Uh, um, they're going to have to go out and get. Hence the question we have out there: you know, should they trade Gurriel Jr., who's not going to be on this team next year, one way or That's the other, because they've got so many outfielders. He's a free agent. Should they trade him for starting pitching or pitching? Period. They might even have to just settle for relief pitching for him. But uh, you know, I think that they, you know, to answer the question, I think actually they think, I think they should trade him. And I, I would be really surprised if they didn't. The only reason they wouldn't at this point is that he's been so good and, you know, the vibe is so good. I guess maybe the yep. purple hair and all that. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, it would be, a, it would not be a popular move short term if they actually did trade him. No. But I think long term, it would be, it's really the only thing they can do with him. Sell high. Um, I would tend to agree. Um, right, and there's zone, there's almost no chance he's going to be on this team next year. I totally agree. I have a crazy idea. I know we've talked a lot about him specifically to the Dodgers. The link's been there for, I don't know, months now. Um, but considering their farm system and considering cost control of, of Carroll, and I'm assuming they'll do some other things here, Um is it crazy to think the Diamondbacks should be heavily in on any potential trade market for Corbin Burns? Yeah, I think. I, well, here's the biggest reason: is is Corbin Burns any good anymore? I okay, mean, he wasn't fair. good. He literally, literally was not good for like the last ten starts for the, mo- the majority of the last ten starts last season. True. And I mean, it's been home run derby, and some not just the last story. They have four home runs in the last start. 
uh, against the Astros. Was that Monday? I got my days. I'm, I don't know what day it is most weeks, but this yeah, week I really so. don't know what day it is. But anyways, last start he was. It was just he got torched. And th- these were not you know home runs that barely cleared the wall. Sure. I mean, these were tape measure shots. Um, so I don't know if he's. I, I wouldn't trade for him if I'm any team right now. <laughs> okay. I don't know if he's. You got to, and plus you got to deal with the contractual situation after this yep. year. Yep. And yeah, he's already you know the re- I would be really I, the Brewers could be they, they traded Hater last year when they yep. were in contention. Yeah, I, yeah. I think the Brewers could be in first place, and they could trade their supposed ace pitcher at the deadline anyway. Sure. Yep. Um, watched uh, Miller yesterday. Um, extremely yeah. impressed. You um, reminded. I was me really, I was really impressed with his non-fastball stuff, uh, which I totally didn't know he had. Totally he had no agree. idea he had that stuff. Between the um, body type and the pitch mix. He reminded me a ton of Walker Bueller. Um, and I Ooh, know that's it's a good one. To, I like that. It's easy to say that because they're in the same organization. Yeah. But um, they look very similar in terms of being able to locate those off-speed pitches for strikes. And um, obviously the velocity was extremely impressive. I, I think the Dodgers will still be aggressive in the starting pitching market because I don't think they want to – use those young guys a ton down the stretch. They want to kind of monitor their innings, but um, they just keep doing it, and gosh, that organization is unbelievably impressive. They really are, and, you know, like I mentioned with Scott, it's been literally like 50 years plus, yep. probably longer than that, that they've been developing you know, into heck, the 60s and 70s they had developed pitchers, uh, and not just pitchers, but you, know, you they're young players are highly thought of when they get to the major leagues, and it seems like they're actually better than you thought they were going to be when they get to the major leagues, which yeah, is amazing. Yeah, the, the guys they trade, if, uh, I mean, Josiah Gray specifically, uh, looks like he's kind of turned a corner um, in true. Washington a little bit. So, um, okay. yeah, unbelievably impressed, and uh, I, I hope one day the, the Mets can become that. I know that's Steve Cohen's goal, and there's a long way to go for that to happen, but uh, that's certainly uh, something to try and achieve if you're any other organization in the sport. I agree with the last part of that. I'm not holding my breath on the bets, unfortunately. Sorry. So. No, I, I understand. Appreciate it as always, up. Okay, appreciate it. Kayla, where am I going next? Vince, what's going on, Vince? Yeah, more on the Diamondbacks. Uh, when they get Davis back, will that help their pitching? Yeah, Kyle Davies. Uh, actually, yeah, Davies. He, yeah, it'll help. I mean, yeah, he's somebody that you know he's usually dependable to get through five innings and give you a chance to win the game. Uh, yeah. That would help some, and uh, yeah, he might be back here pretty quickly. Uh, according to the broadcast, the last couple of days, it looks like he might be back next week, or certainly on the homestand, which starts on Friday. Uh, so that would yeah, he would be helpful. Um, yeah, if they actually get into a playoff situation i'm not sure i want him pitching in a playoff game but you know kind of the they lack alternatives right now hence the you know going back to the my idea that they trade guriel is that they're gonna they would at least get a decent starting pitcher maybe hopefully a decent starting pitcher but clearly they could get some bullpen help for him and they need 
some more starting pitchers, especially guys. And I know the last two days has been a great thing for Tommy Henry and Ryan Nelson, but they need some swing and miss guys, and they don't have very many of those. And Davies isn't going to help with that, but he does, you know, throw strikes for the most part. And their defense is so good that if you can just get a pitchers that throw strikes, and depending on the defense, that's a good combination. Uh, the pitching coach Strom. Yeah, Brett Strom, who was with Houston, he was with Houston, been several years. Obviously, that went well. Yeah, it was weird when he left Houston because the Astros announced that he'd retired, and it turned out that he actually, I believe, he has a home in Mexico, uh, wow. and uh, the Diamondbacks kind of talked him into coming to them and not retiring. Yeah, he's he's senior citizen looking. Uh, is is he right. a good pitching coach still? Tremendous. Um, yeah, I don't think there's many guys that are more highly thought of, and that was the case when he was in Houston. And you know, it was uh, I think that was a, you know I think I'm sure we mentioned this at the time that that was a real coup when they were able to get him, and because uh, so, you know like most of baseball thought he had retired because the Astros so announced help, that he was retired. He can help these young pitchers as much as they yeah. can be helped. It, that's true. Like I said, I need to see more swing and miss from these young pitchers because most of the young guys that have come up, there's not much of that. I mean, yeah, there's a few guys that uh, can throw some velocity and have no command. Uh, but uh, and, it's, and I understand they're young and they might get better and they should get better. But I just wish I saw some more velocity in their organization amongst their top pitching prospects. Yeah. Vince, I got to go. I appreciate it. I okay, got Thank you. Thank you very much. All right, next segment, we'll wrap up today's Sports Zone with the National Roundup. We'll get to a little bit from the NBA last night. The Celtics stay alive, which means we have to watch them play more. But if they play like last night in the second half, that's okay. I, I can live with that. If they played like they did the first three games in the first you know, two quarters, two and a half quarters uh, last night, then I don't need to see them play anymore. But last night was good. We'll get to that a little bit. And then uh, time pending, we'll get to some latest line info uh, for to uh, actually tomorrow night, the game tonight. That's a good thing for me because you know, I can uh, you know, can watch Chicago PD and uh, not be interrupted by any basketball stuff going on. So that, uh, thanks to the Nuggets and I guess the Lakers <laughs> to some extent, we have a uh, you know, an NBC, uh, NBC television night for me tonight. Every Monday night, check out Ray Adams as he hosts the Monday Night Golf and Lifestyle Show from 6 to 7 p.m. here on KDUS AM 1060. It's time for today's National Roundup. Welcome back. Final segment of today's Sports Zone with Bob Kemp on KDUS AM 1060 KSLX HD 2 100.7. From, uh, from the NBA, let's start with the NBA. The postseason scoreboard, Jason Tatum, 34 points, 11 rebounds. Derek White, who I'd kind of written off, uh, had 16 points. Jalen Brown had 16 points. The Celtics stay alive. They had an amazing second half in this game. Uh, they had a 33-point edge and three-pointers last night. They also had an 18-0 run. And actually, they had an 18-0 run and an 11-0 run in the same half. You're going to win most games if you're able to pull that off. And that happened last night for the Celtics. Also, on the Heat side of things, uh, Tyler Hero, who broke his uh, 
right-handed game one of the uh, first round of the playoffs in the game against Milwaukee. Uh, he has his knee, br- his excuse me, his r- wrist brace off, um, and uh, his resumed resumed workouts. Uh, Eric Spolstra was pretty vague. Uh, he said did did say there's no timetable, but when he went down with the injury, they said if they make it to the finals, he's got a chance to come back and play, and they're one game away from making it to the finals. That one game, if they win tomorrow night, is in Boston, and that's uh, they would. Uh, you know, advance to the finals. Uh, but uh, Miami and Boston tomorrow night. And the Celtics opened a seven-and-a-half-point favorite in game five of this series. And uh, Boston now up to an eight-point favorite. Total open 214-and-a-half up to 215-and-a-half. Also, I mentioned the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, they obviously lost in that first round of the Heat. But their head coaching opening reportedly down to three candidates, Nick Nurse, Kenny Atkinson, and both those both those guys supposedly in the running for the Suns job, and Adrian Griffin, who's been an assistant coach for a few teams and was a really good player back in his day, uh, even his NBA days, and going back to Seton Hall in his college days. All right, from the MLB scoreboard, Aaron Judge uh, has homers now in eight of his last 13 games since returning from the injured list, and the Yankees still shorthanded are now 30 and 20 in the season. Judge last night, the home run in the ninth inning to tie the game. Anthony Volpe hit the game-winning uh, win, the game-winning sacrifice fly in the tenth inning as the Yankees rallied to beat the Orioles uh, six to five last night. Stephen King two hitless uh, innings for the win uh, for the Yankees today. It's Tyler Wells, and maybe this is a guy I need to start paying attention to more. I have paid attention to him, but I need to start take more seriously. Uh, starting pitcher for the Orioles today. He's 3-1 and one with a 294 run average. Not just that. Uh, pretty amazing whip. He's got a 0.79 whip so far this year. And his opponents, the on-base percentage, not the batting average, the on-base percentage against him has been 214. So like I said, maybe I need to start paying more attention to this guy. That's Tyler Wells, who will start tonight. Against the India, against the Yankees. Excuse me, he had a terrible history against the Yankees in 11 career games. But you know the Orioles were bad, and he wasn't good in most of those games. Zero and four with an earned run average of near five. So there's a little national roundup action for you. The Diamondbacks get started at the top of the hour here. Final game of the road trip series as they go for the sweep at Philadelphia. Uh, Zach Gallen on the mound after the bad start on Friday night at Pittsburgh against Ranger Suarez. And uh, Gallon and the Diamondbacks, just a slight favorite, they have 110, 115, depending on where you do your business, against the Phillies and Suarez. Total in the game sitting at eight. All right, that's it for the Sports Zone for today. Stay tuned. The Extra Points coming up next, hosted by Kayla. that include Around the NFL with Frank Schwab from Yahoo. More phone call time also, 602-260-1060. This has been the Sports Zone with Bob Kemp. Thanks for listening.